Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's six minutes past six. Great to be with you today on Political Coffee. Yes, I'm your host, Jeff Krupp. Uh Let's talk about what's going on in the world. Let's talk about what's going on here in Oregon. And how you can be a part of all of it. You can be a part of changing your world in all of it. Um, today, one of the things you can do, and I want to urge you to do this because I think it's really important. One of the things you can do is to email your congressperson, if that is Lori chavez Reamer. And urge her to vote for Jim Jordan to be the next Speaker of the House of Representatives. She is my congressperson. And I am going to do that very thing. And I think you should too. They need to hear from me. Even if she is not your congresswoman. Email her anyway. Because you know, you probably know someone who lives in her legislative district, her congressional district. Now, even if, and I want to urge you to do the same thing with um, literally uh, with Congressman Cliff Bentz. Now, he's, you know, the east side of the state, you know, Bend and, and, uh, well, part of Bend. And all the way, you know, Prineville, places like that. And I'm going to email him also. I know him, so I have a little bit of a relationship with him. But I'm going to email him anyway. Because my mother lives in Prineville, in his district. So there's the tie-in. And that gives you the opportunity to send your support with a message about why it's important. I mean, it's so important that the guy who was running against Jim Jordan, Austin Scott, has endorsed Jim Jordan for House Speaker now. And it is time that they unite and get back to work. Now, Matt Gates was bemoaning, you know, and I like Matt and, and I'm glad he did what he did. Although I think the timing maybe was not the best, but. It is, uh, it is what it is, and we are where we are. So the issue here is this. Matt Gates was bemoaning that we're not going to hold a vote on the speaker today, on Monday. Well, and you know why that is, is because traditionally Monday and Fridays are travel days in the House of Representatives. Well, actually, Congress, period. Typically, Senate. Folks, they only work three days a week. Now, that's not entirely true, but most of the time it is. And you think about it, if you live in Oregon and you're flying to Washington, D.C., you're not flying to Washington, D.C. on Sunday. You're flying to Washington, D.C. on Monday. So you get into Washington, D.C., and there's very little time left for you to do anything. 
except that, you know, attend fundraisers and, you know, feed off the globalists who are, you know, handing you money. So, and I don't mean that as a critical thing other than, you know, when people give you money, and I've experienced this when I served in the Oregon House of Representatives, when people give you money, they expect to have your allegiance when they come to you with an issue. That's the wrong expectation. What I told everyone is generally we're aligned with the same directions philosophically in terms of government and regulation and government's role in our lives. But you need to convince me on every one of your issues. And I give you plenty of opportunities to do that, but doesn't mean that I'm going to vote with you. And that's the proper response. At any rate, folks, I want to urge you today. I'm getting off on a rabbit trail there, and I apologize. There's a lot to talk about today. Um, I want to really urge you to take a moment today. Sometime through the day, because tomorrow's going to be the vote. And just take a moment and email our two Oregon Republican Congress people. Lori Chavez de Reamer and Cliff Pence. They're going to be the ones that are going to decide this, ultimately. It isn't going to be the Democrats. I mean, you you could try uh, to email um, in the 6th Congressional District. Her name is escaping me. She barely beat Mike Erickson. At any rate, you, you could try that. Not likely going to produce any fruit, but at any rate, uh, that's important. All right. Friends, um, we are on the precipice of World War III. Now, tomorrow night at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, I'm going to play something for you by the son of one of the founders of Hamas. It will stun you. It's a short video, but it's just a speech that he gave. It's powerful. You see, the Israelis, he grew up hating Israel. The Israelis had him in jail for 18 months. He now is fully in favor of Israel. It's an amazing story. I want to thank my my friend Scott Roter. Some of you have heard him speak on this uh, radio show Uh, from time to time. He is a Jew. He's a Christian Jew, Messianic. He lives in Springfield or outside of Springfield. So... He told me about this video, and I watched it, and and it's powerful. And I'm doing that in the context of what I'm going to share with you next. Yesterday in church, you know, my my pastor said something I did not know. Is that our our church, Life Bible Church out of Harrisburg, we have, you know, 600-plus people that go there. We support Messianic Church in Israel. These are Jews that believe in Jesus, is the Messiah. 
We also support another church, a Palestinian Christian church in Gaza. And we, that I did not know. We prayed over both of them. We're sending money to both of them. And my pastor really, I mean, we spent some time in prayer about this yesterday during praise and worship. And, and I want to ask you to continue to pray uh, as I have been urging you to do, because I think this is the right direction. There are Christians who are Palestinians who are trapped in Gaza. We need to pray. I mean, folks, the reason there are, there are strategic tactical reasons, I think more than anything, why Israel has not gone in there yet into Gaza. They've had some little incursions here and there. My belief is that they are giving some of their key units crash course on house-to-house combat fighting. No doubt there are uh, former U.S. Marines and current Marines there that are sharing what they learned in battles like in Fallujah and Najaf. We had Oregon National Guards from the group that I was with, uh, two of the 162 uh, Oregon National Guard Rangers were involved in those battles, both of them. It was bloody as house-to-house combat is. Clearing a house is very different than being on the battlefield and shooting you know, artillery at the enemy or shooting tank rounds at the enemy. It's very, very different. It is the ugliest of all warfare. My guess is that that's why the Israelis haven't gone in there yet. Plus, I think they're trying to get more intelligence about where the hostages are. They've identified somewhere around 190 hostages now. Something like, I believe, 29 uh, Americans were killed in the initial attacks. I'll guarantee you, as I said previously, probably within 24 to 48 hours, we had SEAL 6 and Delta Force on the ground in Israel. Intel is a big part of it. They have to find these tunnels and they have an extensive underground tunnel network in Gaza. They've been building for years. You see strikes and explosions secondary explosions, those are underground ammo dumps going up. It's going to take some time for them to get there. In the meantime, they're telling people to leave certain places of Gaza. They're telling the Palestinians, leave, because we're coming in. And Hamas is saying no. So friends, We really are on the precipice of World War III because it's not just Israel, Hamas. Everybody's getting involved in this. Iran's getting involved in this. China, I watched a report this morning that China's involved behind the scenes. Russia, you got Russia, Ukraine. What if the Chinese decide to go right now after Taiwan? Folks, we're on the precipice of World War War three. This time, it isn't going to be conventional. 
Nuclear weapons will be involved. You can be assured of it. And unconventional warfare, asymmetrical warfare is what we call it. The fifth column that's been operating in America for some time. Cells of terrorists that have just been waiting for the word to go. This is well known. The target lists have been established. We know this because we've had infiltrators infiltrate their networks. They're going to hit us on infrastructure. This is why I urge each of you to spend a little time and a little money stocking up on some food, toilet paper, water, just the basics to get you through a couple of weeks, maybe longer, in case our supply chain, and that will be their target. I'm going to bring a nations to its knees, take away their food, take away their energy, their electricity. Seriously, get some batteries for your flashlights. Get a battery or a wind-up operated radio. These are things you need to do. Sent my mother out yesterday. She went out and she bought a lot of this stuff. It was good. I'm glad she did. What about you? When we come back, 620, got some other things to talk about. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Hey, if any of you were at the event on Saturday with the, um, the Janice Dysinger down at the, the Scottish Rite Temple talking and, and learning more about... Uh, vote counting, balloting by hand versus machines. Would love to hear from you. Mark Thielman and Joe Altman were there. I see Avis um, sent me an update from that. She said that both of them uh, was, their, their speeches were terrific. Sunday was the last prayer day marching around the state capitol seven times. Uh, she said they had a good turnout. And Ezra Cooley was the guy who had ridden his horse all across America and Australia and has been riding downtown Portland. He was there. He rode in a buggy, picked up passengers. Senator Thatcher was there. So, folks, um, it sounds like you are remaining active, and I'm grateful for that, and I think that's so important. By the way, Petunia made the Oregon Catalyst. 
The headline of this story is Giant Pig Petunia Emergence at Salem Wage Tax Town Hall. Yep. Thank you again to all of you who showed up. I am grateful that you were there to get your picture taken with Petunia, but make a point. No to Salem's unnecessary income tax that costs the average family, husband and wife who are working $1,000 a year. Why are they raising your taxes? They have a budget surplus. You might ask somebody that question. You know, maybe somebody in your world that's still on the fence. We'll talk about that tomorrow night. It's going to be a busy night. I've asked Mark Thielman to join us. There are things going on that maybe you need to know about. Also, I will try to get Nick Hill there again to have, for those of you who missed the last meeting, missed the opportunity to pick up palm cards, which I have in front of me right now, or campaign yard signs. Try to get Nick Hill there also, and then I'm going to play for you this profound speech, it's a very short speech, by the son of one of the founders of Hamas, which, as you know, in the Bible means violence. It's profound, and it's hopeful. My Power Honda is one of our great sponsors of this radio show and certainly this radio station. It's part of the Power Auto Group just sponsors the Power Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. That's the number, 503-589-1220. You can check out their website, mypowerhonda.com. About 915 vehicles that are available today. So you might be looking for something, maybe a brand new Honda. This would be a great place and a great time to contact them. Because you can search not only their inventory, but they can search nationwide inventories for maybe just the exact car you're after. Or maybe looking for a pre-owned certified vehicle of different makes. They have them all. So why don't you check out their website, mypowerhonda.com, mypowerhonda.com. So... Northwest Observer, which is Mike Nierman's website, released its Measure 110 report and a dashboard. Providers, of course, is the subheadline, report increased use of what? Well, all the services of getting help. Folks, it's hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars that were sitting for the last year at least because the bureaucrats that run the state of Oregon couldn't figure out how to get the money out there. Does that surprise you? Probably not. At any rate, of course, they have to make it about race because they have statistics specific to Hispanic, Latino, Latino, Latinx, Black, African-American, and American Indian, Alaskan Native. So they finally disseminate 
hundreds of millions of dollars. And they see a little bit of health, a little bit of recovery, a little bit of good things. Folks, this thing needs to be repealed. It is on the list, apparently, of what might happen here in the 2020 session. There's a story about that today on OregonWatchdog.com. There's uh, Oregon presidential straw poll results there. And Oregon and Washington lead the nation in increased fentanyl deaths. Does that surprise you? It shouldn't. Shouldn't at all. Speaking of deaths, many of you saw that um, Suzanne Summers died at the age of 76, which is a bit of a surprise because she's been, well, until recently, I guess, the picture of health at her age. That's a, that's a shame. Suzanne Summers dead at 76. Now, a very, the donor in Oregon, a donor in Oregon died also over the weekend. This is the donor who has given more money in the conservative causes than anyone else by far in Oregon. Oregon businessman. Died over the weekend. And you think of who it might be. I'll tell you who on the other side of this break. It's 6.30, back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the 23 minutes before the top of the hour. Welcome to Monday on Political Coffee. I'm your host, Jeff Krupp. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff. 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. So, can states ease the homelessness problem by using Medicaid funding? Oregon's doing it in a pilot program. There's an OPB story. And the way it works is they take federal money and it flows through the state and the state gets to you know, take off about 15%. That's normal, by the way. And then the money goes to nonprofit organizations and outreach workers who have to be paid. This is the homeless industrial complex, folks. Now, they have a success story of a gentleman here in a wheelchair, got off the streets in an apartment now, and he talks about having a relationship with an outreach worker. It's build trust and relationships and support. And in this sense, 
the article is absolutely correct. But think about the $200 million in addition to this, folks. This is Medicaid, federal money. Okay? $200 million was appointed or apportioned by the Oregon legislature, including a lot of Republicans, House and Senate, that voted for it to help homelessness. How much of it really gets to help the homeless people? Or how much gets siphoned off? This is the homeless industrial complex. Now, the homeless industrial complex's goal in all of these nonprofits is to quite literally work themselves out of a job. That'd be a good thing and that'd be fine. But that isn't how it works, folks. You know it and I know it. Because if you're making six figures as, you know, say the head of a nonprofit program, you want to work yourself out of a job? Just think about it. Also think about, you know, we got some warm days coming up really soon, like later this week, in mid-70s, maybe high 70s. One last little bit of summer to revel in, to enjoy, and I hope you do. And I hope you take the opportunity to call Freedom Heating and Air and get a tune-up done on your heating and cooling system, whatever kind of a system it is. Especially as we're going into winter, if you just have a heating system, why don't you call them? Get it tuned up. Change the filters. Make sure it's working right. And of course, if it hasn't been working right, you really ought to call them. Do yourself a favor. Be comfortable this winter. Don't regret because you procrastinated. Just call them now. Call them today. 503-580-1456-580-1456 or check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. Dot news. We are in the precipice of World War III, friends. This is why I urge you as people of faith to pray. And I urge you to stand strong for everything that you know is right. Doug writes an email about World War III warmongering. Smedley Butler said, out of war, a few make huge fortunes. That's true, by the way. Just how far must American people go to no longer be emotionally manipulated into another war by our government? Disgruntled neocons chomp at the bit to officially declare war against their controlled opposition, Hamas. The modern world demands that we approve what it should not even ask us to tolerate. Both sides have been in fact checked, fact-checked for disseminating misinformation like false headlines and years-old videos and AI-generated images. Both sides foment anger and emotional vengeance of false atrocities, throwing about words like genocide, while talking about wiping the other side off the map. Killing women and children is wrong when either side does it. Those who deal in chaos and confusion must be thrilled with how much they've accomplished in just one week. My advice Keep Congress impotent without a speaker for as long as possible. Can you imagine what kind of horrors they could be committing? How much money they 
could be making for their corporate owners if they were functional and able to escalate their latest war crimes even further? I'm not in favor of war, not in favor of America's involvement in this war or Ukraine. Doug's at least right there. You can't equate or both of these sides equal, however. Hamas undisputably attacked Israel. Undisputably, and there's video evidence, committed heinous war crimes. Personally, targeting entire families. That's undisputable because we have their own videos of it. They're gruesome. They're horrid. They're in the wrong. Hamas is dedicated, and I will show this and share this with you tomorrow night with this video of the son of one of the founders of Hamas who spent 18 months in an Israeli prison because he hated the Israelis also. He now doesn't. In fact, he spoke at a Jerusalem Post event in front of Jews. It's a powerful and a hopeful speech. And I hope you get a chance to come to the honky-tonk, to the political coffee clatch tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. I'm going to play it. Hopefully Mark Thielman will be there. Hopefully we're going to have Nick Hill there, also from Marion and Polk first. If you do not have palm card handouts and yard signs to share with people your reasons why they should vote no on the Salem City income tax when it comes up here shortly, come and join us. Six o'clock, honky tonk bar and grill. Let's go to the phones. Go to Anna. Anna, good morning. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to thank everyone. Uh, I'll let me mute. Uh, I just wanted to thank everyone who uh, attended the Capitol count, and it was very successful. Um, we have many people who want to learn uh, to take to their counties uh, how to do this and to have um, meetings and conferences like we just had. And we're excited to to give the information to anyone. And if if anyone is wanting to become a like a cap a a, a, a hand ballot counter, uh, we are. I'll take their names at the meeting, and we will organize something so that they can con- continue in doing this. So that if called upon. We, we will be ready to do whatever is necessary to keep our elections fair. So let me ask you, uh, I mean, that that's wonderful. And so what you are urging people to do is to take what they learned at your event on Saturday and to do the same thing in their county? Yeah. Because the law is already established. It's already there on the books. And we can either count by hand or by an elector, um, election board or by a tally system. And we want people to, uh, to voice 
their preference to their county commissioners because it is their choice. Even though they don't know that, they don't think that, but when they think it through, when enough people sit there and say, let's change it, they'll think it through and they'll realize they really do have that power. Well, it's as important what you're doing, and I'm glad that you, Janice Dysinger, and so many others, Mark Fieldman, continue to educate people, to not let this issue die. So, again, can we count hand ballot counting and do it lesser expensively for less money than using machines? Yes, the the object of the demonstration was to go through the whole process in, within a re, and in the end they went all the way through from beginning from the oath all the way to the end and they did it within a, within the time frame of the meeting wonderful anna thank you so much we'll see you tomorrow night at the political yes. coffee clutch for oregon people's vote we'll have the second half of the meeting don't go away, folks. Thank you very much. I'll tell you who this prominent Oregonian was who died over the weekend. We come back. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of your GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news. Like the one I got from John. It's a great quote from Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Those of you who remember who he was, was a Russian intellectual, imprisoned for a long time. Wrote, uh, probably his most powerful work was Gulag Arpalag Arch... I can't say it. I know how to say it. (laughs) You guys know what I'm saying. Anyway, he said this, quote, and this is John's point, his headline is, we have become the old Soviet Union. Listen to this. See if it isn't prescient for today. Quote, we know that they are lying. They know that they are lying. They even know that we know they're lying. We also know that they know we know they are lying too. They, of course, know that we certainly know that they know we know they are lying too as well. But they are still lying in our country. The lie has become not just moral category, but the pillar industry of this country. Unquote. Folks, he was talking about the Soviet Union. Now just ask yourself, doesn't that sound an awful lot like America today? In our country, the lie has become not just 
moral category, but the pillar industry of this country, unquote. That's his closing line. Fascinating, isn't it? In a moment, I'll tell you who this prominent Oregonian was because it hasn't hit the news yet. You're going to hear it from me first. But I want to remind you of your opportunity to stand up for freedom in a different way, and that's with who you spend your money with. MyPillow is one of our sponsors. Mike Lindell has stood tall above everyone. In fact, he has given his entire company everything to the cause of election integrity. You can support what he's doing. You can support this radio station and this radio show specifically. By spending money, you're going to spend anyway. For Christmas gifts coming up, go to MyPillow.com and get some amazing deals on incredible products. Products I have used that you hear me rave about because they're real. They work. Go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code PC23. That is the initials of this radio show, Political Coffee, PC23, and get massive discounts on MyPillow 2.0 at 50% off. The towel sets. And they have some very specific towel sets, six-piece towel sets. I'm, I use them. I love them. Kitchen towels. And I haven't got those yet, but I'm gonna. Bathrobes. Slippers, sleep gear, all kinds of cool stuff, including throw blankets, down comforters, pet beds. All of these are things that you can buy, not only to make your life better, the people you love and you care about. So go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code PC23, friends. Thank you to all of you who have. I am grateful. The station is grateful. Mike Lindell is grateful. And you are helping preserve your own liberty when you do. MyPillow.com, PC, 23. The prominent Oregonian who died over the weekend was Lauren Parks at 97. Lauren has been sick for some time. He's very controversial. Lauren gave more money into Pacific, uh, to conservative rather causes in Oregon than anyone else by far. Well over $20 million that we documented. Met him once. He's very controversial, very strange at times, but a brilliant businessman. His company is still in Aloha. Even though he lived in Henderson, Nevada, he got out of Oregon to at least shelter some of his income from the craziness of how Oregon spends your tax dollars. He died at 97. Lauren Parks, gone. Let's go to the phones. We'll start with Glenn and move to Gary. Glenn, good morning. Yes, uh, Jeff. <clears throat> I was in Oregon and then came back to Arizona for the winter. Um, the uh, things I discussed uh, about the uh, movement of armies, the movement from east to west, west to east, north to south, is very much in play. The Six-Day War in 67, and the uh, uh, Yom Kippur War. Remember, uh, both of those came out of Egypt. 
that was from the south of Jerusalem. Uh, Gaza is south of Jerusalem. Same, same is in play. The only thing that's uh, more threatening is from the north. Uh, Hamas would come from the north, and as a matter of fact, Iran would move from west to east and would be north. They may have an advantage over Israel if they, when they get involved, which they will. Uh, they will use tactical nukes, which will me- mean other countries use them, and then they will advance to greater, greater weapons. If that happens, I think the church, probably its mission is finished. I think that's around the corner. And uh, if somebody's going to try, somebody has to try and put that a quelch on that activity. Otherwise, you wouldn't have a uh, Daniel 70 weeks. So the man of sin would show up at such an event in the not too far future to quelch that, that, to bring certain peace. Yeah, Glenn, let's explore that a little bit further as time goes on here. And I would ask that you call back in to talk about that. It's a little more complicated. I thank you for that, reminding us about that. Let's talk about this, the fulfillment of prophecy. Let's quickly go to Gary. Go Beavs and go Ducks. You guys should have won that game. You should have won that game. Yeah, coach in there. Yes, it was. uh, That's what you get with a young coach. And and I don't know. uh, What is it about fourth and and going for it? Do you get more points if you go for it or do you not get the three point? I don't know. Uh, you go for the win. You got it. one minute. You're coming tomorrow night to the coffee claps. We'd love to have. I will come to. I will come to it tomorrow night, even though I'm not in Salem and doing the uh, uh, the uh, tax thing. One thing about uh, I, I I bought a couple of my um, uh, um, pillows uh, two years ago. I had chronic neck pain all the time, and those pillows absolutely stopped it. They they are amazing pillows. Wow. Um, definitely Thank worth buying, if, especially if you got a crank in the neck. Uh, went to the um, seven times around the Capitol yesterday. It was incredible. Uh, good turnout. And it was, uh, you could just tell that we were um, really fighting the demons there, there in the Capitol. Gary, thanks for doing that. And I appreciate the report. Appreciate the MyPillow um, reference. My buddy, the former... Beaver football player, same story. Thanks, Gary. Go, Beavs. Good afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow. Keep praying.